Okay, we are in Sefer Malachim Beis, Perik Yud, Pasuk Yud Ches, by Yitbots Yehu Eskol Ha'am. So, we saw yesterday that the newly coronated King Yehu completed the first phase, as he sees it, of his mission that Elisha had given him through his Talmud, Yonah ben Amatsya, and specifically that was the destruction, annihilation of every member of Ahab's family. So that included, of course, um, the king of Israel, uh, Yehoram, I'm sorry, the king of Israel, Yehoram, the king of Judah, uh, Ahaziahu, Ezebel died a terrible death. Um, then he went after the 70 sons of Ahab in Shomron, which includes the grandsons, and the 70 or so relatives in Israel. Then he extended it even to those who were um, advisors, friends, associates, his retinue, then he got them as well. Now he takes upon himself what he regards as the second phase of his mission, and that is the absolute destruction, annihilation of the Baal and the worshippers. The Baal, we know, was a idol, a deity, a very popular form of worship among the Canaanim that morphed into the Avodah of choice of Isabel and Ahab. They built temples, they made giant ceremonies and festivals. And so he takes it upon himself to do that, or does he? Is it part of the original mission? And the Mephoshim say yes, because if you go back to the puzzle where Yonah ben Amatsya comes to him and delineates what he should do now to get rid of all the descendants of Akkad, uh, he also says, uh, Hashem, and I'm going back to Tess. he pours the oil of anointment on his head, that's on Yehu, Vayomerlo ko amar Hashem Elohei Yisrael, thus says the Kodesh Baruch Hu, Mishachticha, I have anointed you, Lamelech, El Am Hashem, El Yisrael, on the people of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, God's nation, and God's nation implies he has a spiritual responsibility to rid the nation of this terribly uh, destructive worship of the Baal that has led the nation so far astray. And so that's when we pick it up on Yudches. He devises, as we said yesterday, Yehu shows a remarkable uh, ability to adapt to statecraft and to cunning. He is not just merely, you know, a divinely ordained hitman. And so what he does is embark on the following strategy. By Yikpot's Yehu Eskola'am, he gathers the nation. By Yomer Alehem Achav, Ovad Eshabal Ma'ad. Achav was amateurish as a worshiper of the Baal. Yehu Yabdenu Harbei. Yehu, I, the king, will worship it and worships it with plenty, all in, Yehu. In other words, he is trying to establish his credibility as a real, devout 
worshiper of the Baal to pursue the following strategy, and we're going to see it leads to trouble. But in any case, he is saying, you want to see real Baal worship, as it were, it's not I. Achav was an amateur. And now, all the prophets of the Baal, all his priests, gather to me, no man should be left out. I am making a giant festival of sacrifices to the Baal. Lo Yichia, anyone who is a real uh, credential Baal worshiper that doesn't show up for this festival will not be uh, allowed to live. What he did with cunning, with stealth, by this is to be able to destroy all Abodeh Baal. Note there's a play on words or a dual interpretation of the word uh, I am making a zevach. Zevach means, of course, the korbanos, but zevach means a slaughter. I am going to sponsor a slaughter in honor of the Baal. Let me ask you a question. Isn't this a dangerous strategy? Because you have the people of Israel, they have a new king who just killed uh, the, the the prior king, the king of Yehuda, the, the Ahab's family. Now he says, "Come to come to the temple of the Baal. Who's going to not come?" Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's a, a very valid question, and you're going to see he takes certain precautions now. Let's make a festival for the Baal. Yisrael. He sends this message out by There isn't a certified Baal worshiper that doesn't show up for this. They come to the base Habal, Habal They fill the temple of the Baal from wall to wall. Which by the way, Mephorshim say that if they could all fit in one building. How much of a following did this Baal have? Yes, it was a big temple, but they still were able to get everybody in one thing. And you see, in the end, he does the whole job by posting 80 guys outside that are going to take care of this group. Uh, It may not have been that many. But now your question, what about Jews who are trying to curry favor now with Yehu and say, we better show up at this, or Jews who are just naturally curiosity seekers who want to see what's going on, how does he weed them out? And he says to those who were in charge of the garments of the Baal, take out the vestments that are indigenous to a Baal worshiper, by Yotze Lohem Hamalbush, and they take it out. As Rashi says, al-Nuchama, that these were guys, they were Argazim, trunks, kusaot boxes, shekorchin v'gozim betochan tachshit ovdei habal, where they stored the very special vestments that Baal worshippers would wear during 
a worship service to the Baal. Uh, so now, take out that Malbush. And then he and his new friend, we saw the very um, prestigious Yehonadab ben Rechev, come to the base Habal, the temple, and they say to the worshippers of the Baal that are assembled there, look around and see if there are any those who are worshippers of the Kurdish world who are amongst you. I want only Baal worshippers. So the idea, one, of giving them special vestments that a Jew could not really wear because he's risking being part of Avodah Zorah. And now the second part. They come and do these sacrifices. The Yehu Shomlo Bachutz Shmonimish. He puts 80 men, sentries outside. If somebody gets away from you guys, as Rashi says that uh, if one guy gets away with you, the guy guarding him is going to die. So, now, he, by the way, his weeding out of the non-Baal adherents is very pleasing to the Baal worshippers because they know they want their own kind themselves. He does the Ola. Um, in other words, they go through, he waits till they do a complete Avodah Zara ceremony of Olos. No self-respecting Jew is going to do that, even if he doesn't want to risk being singled out as being not being a Balad here. He will not do it. At the same time, you have got these guys performing a ritual of the Baal. They are guilty of Avodah Zarah, subject to death, and you don't need like a fancy trial or the Sanhedrin. They have committed an act of Avodah Zarah publicly, and that is enough to convict them. So he gets the Jews weeded out. He gets the Baal adherents to do their Avodah Zarah with their special vestments and special sacrifices. And now, when he's finished making the Ola, to his retinue and to the guardians, kill every one of them. No one is to escape the sword. They do so by Yehu at Ir Beis Habal. They come in and they slaughter them from out to inward, so much so that they reach even the Beis Habal. By Yetzu es Hamatzevos, and that isn't enough. They've killed everyone. They take out the monuments, the many monuments and icons to the Baal, based on Baal, You have to destroy the Avodah Zarah. That is what the halacha is. By Yitotsu es Matzevos Habal, they destroy the many monuments. By Yitzu et Beis Habal, the singular Matzeva, by Yisamu Lamotzos. And they make it lemotzos. There's no polite way to describe lemotzos as latrines. They make them into urinals, ad hayom, which they remain to this day.
And he uproots the Baal from Israel. And the Farshim say that the rest of the history, we never see the Baal really appear again, that he does an obviously very thorough job. But now the honeymoon is going to be over. He fails to eliminate those two golden calves that Yeruvim built in Basel and Dun. He leaves them there. Why? He leaves them there because remember what Originally, Yerobam's concept was that these, not, these are not substitutes for the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They are an extension. They are idols put there as an alternative place of worship, a breakaway minion, if you would, because he wants to prevent them from going to Yerushalayim on the three regalim, thereby incurring and awakening the feelings of national unity and nostalgia. He doesn't want it, Yerobam. Gradually, it morphs into a real Avodah Zarah. But Yehu doesn't have an Avodah Zarah bone in his body up to this point. And so his fear is the same fear as Yeruvah. He is so, he's still insecure, he doesn't want the people going to Yerushalayim, keep him there. And that was his failure in Emunah, his failure in Bitochon. Because we're going to see, the Pesach is out of sequence, He's first rewarded for what he has done. By Yomer Hashem El Yehu, he says, that you've done everything I have asked, everything that was in my heart, I'm going to reward you with the next four generations of yours will assume your throne. Farshim say that's Mita Keneged. Mita Achav had four generations. Now you are going to have four generations as Melech Yisrael. Uh, but Yehu has committed a terrible, terrible um, Avera here in allowing that to persist. Moreover, the Gemara says his downfall comes from a cloud. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Bris Kerusa Lishpasam that one makes a covenant or seals a covenant with his lips, that you've got to be careful what you say. His opening remark that Achav really wasn't a worshiper of the Baal. I am a true worshiper of the Baal. You don't say that because what happens is in the end it becomes true. It becomes capable, you become capable of Odazora. And that is what he's being punished for as well. Uh, he did not turn away from Yeruvam's sins with the golden calves, and he's going to pay for it. You remember Chazayel, the king of Aram, that they prophesied was going to be a very potent foe of Israel. It's starting now. In other words, the ultimate 
destruction of the ten tribes begins at this moment. starts emerging. in the east of the Jordan, Hashem of the sun as well. It's called Eretz Hagila, that is the east bank of the Jordan. Hagadi, the Haruveni, the Menashe dwell there. He is beginning to take territory out of the ten tribes. And rest, you want other exploits of Yehu, Halohim Suvim, Asefer Dibre Hayomim, the Macha Yisrael. And now, by Yashkev Yehu, Imavosef, Yehu dies, by Yikbaru Oso, Bishomron, and buried in Shomron, by Yimloch, Yahuachaz, Bene Tachta, his son. Rehu's under him, as we're going to see, they're going to be four generations. A very respectable length of reign, Bishomo. And now he is buried, and we see the imperfection of leaving Yerubam ben Nevat's golden eagles there, which, as we're going to see later, is going to morph into a true Avodah Zorah. And now, tomorrow, we are going to learn about one of the most brutal, psychotic, homicidal queens of Israel there ever was, one who comes one man short of destroying the whole Davidic dynasty by killing her own children, her own grandchildren. It's a terrible parrot to do at any time, but I think especially before Shabbos and before Mother's Day, but we have no choice. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs>